0: The 630Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630Chad.
1: Hey, happy Monday on this gorgeous... Oh. What is it, May? Is it June? What day is it? It
0: is May, uh, May I believe. Yeah. May sef- 7th. That's right. Look at me not wearing a hoodie.
1: Yeah, you have your uh, Tommy Bahama shirt on.
0: I do. I'm like the groundhog. Once you spot the shirt, you know summer has arrived.
1: <laughs> is that what it i is?
0: <laughs> I'm is? I'm going to hang all my hoodies up somewhere else with all my jerseys make some room in the closet for some just short pull them sleeve shirts. You need
1: them and wrap them around your waist if you're, you know, down with, your, with your fanny pack. Or
0: maybe do a sort of uh, a, <laughs> you know, a modified clean, like perhaps I'll take the one the pullover ones and get rid of them. And but I'll keep the zippered you ones. You got to keep the zippy yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. Just
1: because they're nice when it's, you they're know, for evenings, yeah, yeah, when it's a little cool
0: out there and you want to That's right. So do your thing. Jay and Andrew. You know, um, you know when you make an appointment for a dentist? Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's important to go to the dentist. So, you know, you have to do it. Yes. But then it comes, then then the day comes when you have to actually go to the dentist and, and you're like, I just want to get this over with. Let's just get this over with. Scrape what you're going to scrape, drill what you're going to drill, make me spit, whatever it is I need to do. <laughs> let's get this over with. So that's how I feel about the UCP meeting okay. over the weekend. We ha- look. Listen, we can't pretend... It didn't happen. It didn't happen. We can't move into... Ha- we have. So let's, let's do this.
1: I mean, Jesperson, you know, was three hours full on with Ryan. And, and, and great conversations. Yes. Some really great phone calls. Some ones that had you scratching your head uh, as well. But, yeah, this weekend, as you know, in Red Deer, 2,500 delegates went to, uh, what was it, the Sheraton down in Red Deer mm-hmm. to kind of start setting policy. For the right. party.
0: So I'm, I'm hoping to get a pretty clean bill of health here. I'm hoping to just quickly scrape my teeth for a couple of minutes Let's and we'll move on to something else. Okay. So can I... I'll, I'm just going to say this. And then, you know, if you want to weigh in, of course, 630-630 or, or give us a call, 496-0063. <sighs> I'm going to say this. That if you were to ask almost any Albertan, whether they be NDP, centrist, conservative, whatever they are, the Alberta party, whatever they are, what are the three major concerns facing the province today. They would likely say the carbon tax, building a pipe pipeline, line, and uh, either eliminating debt or balancing the budget. Those would be the three things, right, that people have getting most- our
1: getting our energy sector back yes, moving, right? that's
0: right. And if you're a party in waiting, if you're a party who hopes mm-hmm. to form the next government, mm-hmm and you want to attract a bigger base, Mm -hmm. you want to stick to that messaging. That's what you want to do that, listen, socially, whatever, but fiscally, fiscally. let's talk fiscal, fiscal, fiscal. That's what we want to talk about.
1: But there's 250 proposals uh, up for debate.
0: Many of which did deal with fiscal policies. Mm. But I'll tell you what, if you are not the party in waiting, if you are the party in power and you've identified the weakest Mm -hmm. point of the other party would be their stand on social issues like GSA's, you would have to be celebrating and salivating at the fact that it became the arguing point.
1: Well, it became the biggest story.
0: Yeah. And, And people blame the media and say, well, yeah, but there was 250. Why are you focusing on this one? Well, Why are you handing it to us on a The The UCP handed this to the NDP over the weekend. And I'm going to tell you right now, personally, just me personally, Andrew Gross, speaking for myself, I'm not going to vote in the next election against a party. I'm not going to simply Uh -uh. say anybody but the NDP. I'm going to vote for a party which... Most closely aligns with my values. Exactly. Whether they be social or fiscal, right? And hopefully socially and fiscally. Exactly. So I want that to be, in many ways, the UCP. I want that to be that. But they just, and and even at the begging of their own high level members. When Rick
1: McIver. Exactly. One of the most religious guys I know. One of the straight lace. Yeah conservative, conservative guys get it's up there and begs... Literally begs. begs you not to become right. the, what did he call it, the Lake, Lake of Fire, of Fire Party.
0: Party. Because when those two parties formed, and again, just me speaking, my impression of things, let's keep in mind that the Wild Rose never took power in Alberta. They never took power in Alberta. Now you can come up with all the reasons why you believe the Wild Rose never took power in Alberta. My belief is they never took power in Alberta because People at the center and to the left—they were too far right. They were too far right for them. So you, you get rid of that party and you get rid of the conservatives that had all the the other problems associated with them, all the entitlement problems and all that kind of thing. And 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 literally, you delete their history. You just go, you know what? Those two parties don't even exist anymore. So now what we have is a <laughs> is you know some more moderate conservatives getting together with some uh, more fiscally conservative uh, people and forming a new party that has no history. But
1: you still have those. Grab- grassroots folks
0: right you do it and and i and one last thing when
1: mckiver getting booed i
0: know when he was getting booed come on people one last thing i'll say no matter what your political views no matter which side of the spectrum you think you fall on If you fall on the most extreme side of a spectrum, and if you're quite vocal about it, you do more to elect the other side of the spectrum than you will ever realize. Uh Because anybody who's undecided, anybody who's thought, you know, I voted out the conservatives, I voted NDP, I held my nose and I voted Uh NDP, but they're not sure if they could do it again. And then they hear of this, and they go, ah... I don't know that I can support that. So you're, you're actually pushing the other side's agenda when you do that. Now, it's an important issue for some people, but I don't believe it is the important issue. I, as an Albertan, want a pipeline. I don't well, want to pay that carbon tax, and I don't want to be in debt. You're,
1: you're right. There are, there are bigger issues and I would agree with that but you're showing your colors yes by this by uh, uh, on this vote and there's a lot of folks who are like okay yeah it's not it's not the biggest one for me but you're showing your colors and do I want to align myself with a party that believes that.
0: Yeah, and I think, again, I've never And been again, a, yep. hey,
1: you know what? That fiery speech, I mean, Kenny gave a, a yeah, fiery oh, yeah. keynote speech and he, he sure. kicked it out of the ball, now, ballpark, I, I but think, at the end of the day, this is what
0: Right, we'll and remember. I think Kenny did the right thing. I think he did absolutely the right thing by standing up and saying, okay, I, I you know, we wanted to hear from the grassroots, but I hold the pen, he said, and, and that's what a leader should do. A leader should lead. I will take the resolutions adopted today as important input, but I hold the pen on the platform.
1: So we'll see if he does. That's but, the thing at the end of it. Sure.
0: And I, and you know what? I think he will. But it it concerns me as an undecided voter, which party I'm aligning myself with in terms of their social values. So it concerns me. I'm not saying I can't align with them. I'm saying it really concerns mm-hmm. me. So it's it, to me, it's like this, that if... Two comedians wanted to determine which one was the funnier, which one was the more talented, had the stronger act, and which one you'd prefer to pay to see. And they said, we'll decide this by throwing snowballs and see who can... <laughs> what? No. I'm No. I don't want to throw I'm not good at throwing snowballs. Yeah. The UCP and their members are not good at talking about GSAs. So don't just... Sh- 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 sh. I'm not saying you shouldn't address it or do anything about it, but don't let the opposition pick... your your hill to die on, and that's what they did. And I think it's a mistake. And I don't think it was a leader's mistake, and I don't think it was the MLA's mistake. It was was the grassroots mistake. I was
1: really surprised as well with um, former MLA Heather Forsyth's uh, comments talking about... uh, Women are hampered feminism. by institutional and cultural barriers. She says that socialist crap, labeled feminism the F word just after um, Runa Ambrose was up there talking about how difficult it is for women in politics, especially the social media side of it. That that, that Twitter is pretty much just a crap hole mm-hmm. for, and, and it is, it it, it is for yeah. any. For, for any politician, but you look at some of the vitriol that's thrown um, to female politicians. Way, my gosh, I can see why
0: people say, "No, it's great. I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to do that." So let me read you a text. Mm-hmm. Just came in. It's about keeping things from parents. Spin it properly. Little to do with gay versus straight. Quit spinning it to make them look bad. Nobody has the right to keep anything from me as a parent. Then here's I, the thing. I didn't I didn't spin anything.
1: No, here's the thing, though. If your child is it hasn't isn't ready to come out yet and hasn't come out to you as parents and they have found a safe spot in a supportive arena at their school to get to the point where maybe they are um, able to come out to you it doesn't just happen overnight then that is a good thing you you don't deserve to be told that your kid is gay by anybody else besides your kid and that is when your kid is ready
0: so let me say this about that What you just said, the opinion you just expressed, is held by enough people that it will prevent the UCP from being elected that's the problem. It doesn't matter if the UCP agrees with what mm-hmm. you just said. It doesn't matter if the grassroots agree with what you said. If they make that the hill to die on, they will die on that hill. And I'm saying not as somebody who's like, don't vote UCP. I think they're like a fire party. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that at all. I'm saying that if you want that to be the front and center issue, you will fail in the next election. Now, Because we did elect a majority NDP government, did we not? Yes, we did. So enough people aligned with their values or were not aligned enough with the values of the previous Conservative Party that they elected an NDP. Uh So if you want to appeal to your grassroots, make it the Uh number one issue. If you want to appeal to the province, don't. That is really simple politics 101.
1: I mean, there was a phone call this morning that came in on Jesperson's show about uh, she's a, a foster mom, and she's taken in, what, eight kids over the past number of years, six of them um, gay. A couple of them had been living on the street because they were kicked out of the house when their f- parents found out that um, that they were gay, when the child finally mm-hmm. said, you know what, I'm gay, and they got kicked out of the house. GSAs are just a a, a safe... Uh, friendship club, if you want to call it that. I know some people just want to call it friendship club. But, no, it's important that the gay-straight alliance wording is in there. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, but your your son was in a in a GSA.
0: Yep. Not a problem whatsoever. Yeah, and he's not gay. Yeah. Uh, not I lo- that it matters. No, exactly. I, I love this text as well. And this is what I'm talking about. And thank you for texting. You, too, are so ridiculously ill-informed... <laughs> Pick a topic that you know something about. That from Kent and Red Deer. Kent, are you saying that I'm uninformed, ridiculously ill-informed about my opinion? I can't be. It's my
1: opinion. It's my opinion. And we did say, and we've played that clip of Mm -hmm. what Jason Kenney said, and what we'll say is we're going to see what happens. If he says he holds the pen,
0: let's see what happens in the coming months. This kind of attitude where someone who has a strong belief in their values pushes back against Mm -hmm. someone who doesn't agree or align specifically with their values, that's what elects the other side, Kenton Red Deer. And let
1: me tell you something. As parents, you don't know everything your child is doing. For sure. Not now. Not when they're 15. Not when they're 18. (laughs) Not when they're 20. Not when they're 25. Unless unless they're running running around
0: with your visa. Yeah, and that's a a different story. But let's make
1: it perfectly clear. Nobody should be outed until it is their time. It's their decision Mm. when they want to let the world know that they are what they are.
0: I will say this in defense of the UCP and... And those who don't like GSAs, there is an assumption that all parents will react badly to learning that their parents mm-hmm. are gay or that their children are gay. Mm-hmm. There is this sort of underlying assumption that we have to tell them, and, and you know we don't want to tell them because they'll react very badly to it. And most parents wouldn't. Most parents I'd love like their to children think unconditionally. That most people would. Right. Yeah. That's the messaging that the UCP mm-hmm. should be pushing that this is the reason because we trust parents and we that's the messaging.
1: Spencer's on the phone. I know, hey Spencer. Hey, how's it going? Hey, okay, good. You were on with Ryan this morning too, eh? You were at the uh, at the AGM? I was. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know
2: how I'm getting any work done today. I hope my clients don't listen in cuz uh, <laughs> get really right fired up about this stuff. I think it's good though.
1: So what you what would what, you call in on this one for?
2: Um yeah, I mean, you guys were we're touching on a lot of subjects, and I think that I think Andrew kind of hit it, or you, you hit it right on the head, where the NDP bill assumes that all it's a, the way I view it it assumes that all parents would react very negatively, and they would abuse their children. I don't think that's the case. I, I think that this new UCP bill wasn't worded very well because it said any religious or or sexual activities. That mm-hmm. I mean you need a uh, for a Christmas concert you need an opt-in like it, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't worded it, you're right it you're wasn't right. Worded at all, yep. right um and uh so i don't know i i feel like parents need to i don't know how you train parents because they're not in school anymore but um like i'm religious and uh, but but that doesn't like i have Lots of gay friends, gay clients. It doesn't make a difference to me, -hmm. right? And and you love them and you respect them and hope they have the same rights as everybody else.
1: But, you know, it was interesting. listening to Ryan's show this morning. There was a woman there. uh, She just could not say the the, the word gay. It just should not be in Gay Straight Alliance. It should be friendship clubs. Mm. You know, she just could not get
0: past the gay word. And that's why I say, and I don't know if you'd agree or disagree, but that's why I say when you take an extreme position on something, and where that grabs the attention of media, and so the messaging gets out there, that's where you actually scare people mm-hmm. away from what is otherwise some very solid platform yeah. blanks. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I agree with you. The, the room was very charged, you know, when that vote happened, and, and that's all that the members in the room, you know, we had lunch shortly after that, and that's all people were talking about, with how is this going to affect our parties. Yeah. And I'm glad Jason came out like he did and mm-hmm. said, you know what I hold the pen, and I don't know. Where I have that balance between grassroots and <laughs> the leader holding the pen, um, but uh, I'm optimistic. I'm
1: so coming out of coming coming out of that two days later. How y- how you feeling about uh, what you saw, what you felt, where th- where the party's going?
2: You know, I'm feeling very optimistic. Yeah. To have that many people in a room um, supporting the conservative cause, um, you know, I think was fantastic. The the messaging from Heather forsyth and from Rona Ambrose. Uh, you know, promoting women in politics.
1: Yeah, I think that, some of Heather's comments were a little, you uh, know... They were a little
2: out of line.
1: Yeah, a um, little out of line, especially, you know, when, you know, Ms. Ambrose is up there talking about how difficult it can be.
2: Did, did, you, listen to the, did you listen to their speech?
1: I've just read parts of it, mm-hmm. that's all.
2: Okay. I'd recommend that both of you listen to it. And, and, and anybody who's listening, you can find their speech to listen to it, because the media likes to take out fights, and that's okay. That's You sell headlines, and... I'm not saying that you and Andrew are misrepresenting it, but it was very pro women in politics and and take ambition and work hard and get involved. Like uh, we elected a new board, and half of them were women. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had a new woman uh, nominee for the UCP riding in, uh, in Fort McMurray, replacing Brian Jean. And uh, so I don't think our messaging is as clear as it could be. But when I say "are," I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, representing the party. But <laughs> but there is a lot of uh, pro women. People Good. That, uh, Good.
0: That that. And that's what uh, Kenny needs to focus on and likely will, right? Yeah, Kenny needs to
1: kind of move past, yep. get this behind him, start moving on, you know, restoring the flat tax, getting rid of the yep. the carbon tax, all of those things that he, you know, your party members want to hear.
2: Mm-hmm. And I, I think you will. Um, and so you, you kind of have to, Kenny also said, that he said, if you agree with everything I say, then you know, you're a robot. He said, if mm-hmm. you <laughs> agree with eight, 8 out of 10 or 7 out of 10, then that's what you need to do. Yeah. So you kind of have to wait, different factors and see what's most important. For me, it's the economy. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are out of work. I don't like the carbon tax. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: And, and I, we want to build a pipeline. pipeline, like the I said. Right. Yeah. right yeah. Ask build any Albertan. You know those what? should be the three top and, issues. Uh, we'll, that's right. we'll
1: say he has done. You know, he has, when it comes to the pipeline, he has been busting his butt mm-hmm. on, on that but he's the opposition party mm-hmm. at this point, Spencer, thanks for calling thanks. always great to hear from you, it's 2.23
0: <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> what? that can't be a real tw- text,
1: it is a real text
0: <laughs> <laughs> come on that's exactly what I'm talking about I don't even know, is there a way to summarize that?
1: Uh he thinks that um, kids in GSAs are being taught about um, anal intercourse.
0: Casey yes, you know that's not true, right? Oh, see what I mean, though? It's those extreme uninformed views that that shape the opinions of those who haven't decided yet, where you go, oh, so that's who your members are? Well, I don't want to join that party. That's the problem. I'm trying to help you, UCP. I'm really trying to help you.
1: Hi, Nate. How are you? Hi, I'm good, thanks. How are you guys? Good. Got about 90 seconds. You were at the meeting this weekend. What would you think?
3: Uh, I thought it was overall a great meeting. I mean, you had over 2,600 people there. It's unprecedented, the largest convention in Alberta's history for a political event. Um, And I think it's just unfortunate that, you know, about 10 to 15 minutes of a three-day event is what is overshadowing all of the conversation. Um, I mean, yes, there are some issues we're going to have to tackle related to this resolution number 30, which is about the Mm GSA uh... but there was a ton of other great stuff that happened this weekend and i think a lot of what you guys have been talking about today uh... you know a lot of the common sense comments you guys have brought up uh, a lot of that is happening already within the Good. party and i think there's Good. a lot of that is going to prevail within the leadership within the caucus within the new board that was just elected so we also have to remember this is a brand new party uh, it's only been around for about nine months we've just got the first permanent board ever the first permanent leader ever and we're gonna have some growing pains, absolutely. Yeah. But I can tell you as someone who sold over a thousand memberships myself, I know, Andrew, you were just talking about trying to grow this party, or you're trying to help us not make mistakes. And, and if we wanna grow this party, there's a few things we gotta do. Well, I can say from experience, uh, we are growing this party. Um, and, and it's by focusing on the three or four issues that are really critical to Albertans. We had some great polling data presented to us uh, this weekend that talked about the three or four issues that people feel most strongly about. The top number one on the list is, Standing up for Alberta against Justin Trudeau and the federal government, and over 85% of people surveyed thought that Jason Kenney and the UCP are in the best position to stand up for interests nationally and internationally. And so, you know, you follow that down to the rest of the economic messages, whether it be carbon tax, uh, keeping our, our economy uh, on track, and, and creating an environment that pr- facilitates investment in this province. Those are the issues that I believe that Jason Kenney, as leader, is going to focus on as the platform points because his job as leader is to translate a member-driven policy process into a winnable platform. And, you know, we're out of
0: time, but I just got to say, but you you can't let the grass you can't let a small minority of your party hand a gift like this to the the NDP. Even, Even if it was only 15 minutes of what was otherwise a very successful weekend, you handed them a gift. It wasn't a fall, but it was a stumble, in my opinion.
3: I agree. There, there, this will present some challenges, and it's self-inflicted, and we're going to have to work through that. But overall, I'm still optimistic. Thanks
1: well, for and you time. know what, Nate, looking forward to seeing what uh, what happens over the yep. coming year for sure. Thanks for uh, the call. Appreciate it.
0: It's 2.30. The 6.30 Chad. Afternoon News with J. Lynn Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.